This is Fam. Ed, this is Jonesy. And we are... Your Twin Vipers. Podcast about martial arts and action movies. Jonesy, what's up, dude? Snake Nash. Yeah. Rise up. Yeah. What's up? I'm feeling real good tonight. Feeling real good? All right. Yeah. I'm energized. The movie we will talk about tonight has definitely got us both energized. It is insane. I am energized like I just got kicked in the side of the ear by Michelle Yeah. In slow motion. Oh, it hurts. Oh, yeah, it definitely hurts. Um, Jonesy, before we get to that, have you seen anything lately? Well, I got over my hump and I continue with Justified, okay. and I'm glad that I did. Okay. Uh, there are some uh, parts that are, as the kids would call, total cringe. <laughs> but uh, okay. and that's a 40 year old man, so I know that that's doesn't fine. Sync no, up. that's fine. I'm sure. Yeah, I no. Just, it's still I relevant. just turned off the many Zoomers that listen to this show. Sure. Uh, however, I will say the uh, the performance by Walton Goggins, dear Lord, you know, I'm a self-professed Timothy Ola fan. You know, that's what we're calling ourselves. The only Ola fans? The Ola fans. God. And uh, I could be a, a Walton Gagai. <laughs> the Gagais. I, I, I'm going to workshop that one. No, that yeah, wasn't no, my these a, are all that wasn't like, my A material. These are all shirt patent names we need to put down and get. But, uh, TM. Yeah, I'll get the grid paper out, and we'll uh, we'll do some early sketch work, and we'll get you know we'll get some uh, Twin Vipers X Justified shirts going on. <laughs> no, we won't. No, no, we will not. No. Uh, but I did hit my son with a uh, a Raylan Givens one liner, not this morning, but yesterday morning when he was complaining about having to take his trumpet to school for music lessons, and I said, "Son, what do me and a dead owl have in common?" And he rolled his eyes, but I answered anyway. And I said, we don't give a hoot that you got to take your trumpet to school today. <laughs> so nice. didn't really land with either uh, you or my son. Uh, so I'm not going to keep that one in my back pocket. <laughs> I, at least you tried. <laughs> I did. I gave it a, it's a all college good. try. It's all good. I gave it my Louisiana-born Southern twang, <laughs> which I which I do keep in a, a back pocket somewhere. Look, I have the, inspe- the attention span of a child, so that... that- <laughs> I did see you slowly fall asleep as I set the story up, so I appreciate you coming back at the end. <laughs> it's fine. I was, trying to figure, I was trying to figure it out. It's all good. Uh, okay, so for me, the only reason... So, all right, I'll, prof- I'll, I'll ask you a question, Jonesy. Do you ever, on any of your streaming service, you know they always have that one column of like, watch it now because it's leaving. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I hate that. I hate that pressure. Oh, HBO okay. Max does that to me. Oh, They send me emails. Okay, Jonesy, uh, you know, and I know you got this free subscription through gonna, AT&T, gonna, but if, but if you don't act now, yeah, if you don't act now, you might die before you see, uh, you know, Fern Gully 2 again. Right, so one of those movies was Legend, oh, Ridley man. Scott's Legend, which- Tom, thank you. Yeah, another, yeah, I've been watching a lot of Tom movies, actually, lately, which is notorious in the- in, An angel know. walk on the earth, that Tom Cruise, I'll tell you what. And- <laughs> um, in our and in, in Jonesy's past uh, podcasting life with Paper Keg and 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 me being a big fan, that song when that song hit at the end, I'm just like, God dang it, it's in my head. It's yeah, never leaving. So there's an ongoing, um, I guess, still ongoing practical joke wherever I try to ramp up to tell a story, and Dale cuts in with the "Kiss by the Sun" song just to get my goat. And God darn it, it doesn't work every time he does it. Thing is, those lyrics are not. 
good. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so I have such beaten child syndrome from that song. I thought you had it queued up. I, I mean, if, if to start talking, possibly no, I don't want to be cute. <laughs> no, I should be more prepared. I, it was it was one of those where honestly, I didn't know much about that movie until Paper Cake started talking a ton about it. It's a Tom Cruise movie, and it was yeah, it was falling off at the end of January, going into February. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, I right, give it a watch. It's fine. I I would actually kind of like to see Tom in more fantasy type movies like that. That would actually be really cool. Yeah, Throw some I elf ears on him, give him a bow. You know what I mean? Like I got you. I think you could do I, it. I mean, sci-fi seems to be his passion. I mean, Oblivion, Live Die Repeat. Yep. You know, those kind of like niche uh sci-fi movies, Minority Report, you know, just a, a Yeah, but it's not like but movie. it's never like fantasy. No, it's I think is Legend is only fantasy role? God, nobody fact checked me. I got fact checked the other it day. Mi- it might be. I mean it hurt on, my soul. What do you get fact checked on? I, I think I had, uh, had no, because I don't want to call the person out. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, podcast well. D, but uh, it made me feel like I was about two feet tall. So it's fine. I'm, I got to be very careful with uh, the malarkey that I spit here, on Twin Vipers, because I don't, you know, people are very passionate. Oh, I'm sure. But martial arts films, and I, I don't want to give everybody the wrong impression. Got it. You know what? We're doing whatever, you know, we're watching whatever we want. We're having a good time. That's all that matters. I'm having a great time. I think it comes across just how of a good time we're having. Exactly. But I do want Tom in another fantasy. Yes, I think Le- I, I'm almost, I'm pretty sure Legend is the only one. Like that dude, give that dude long hair and like a an axe or God. something. Can we get Tim Curry as the devil in every single movie? Tim Curry. So that's another thing that I put in my review. Tim Curry, de facto 80s, 90s bad guy. Kills yeah. him every time. He's great. Tim Curry's I, great. I especially liked him in the kind of okay Three Musketeers Disney remake in the 90s. Is that what the Chris, played, o- uh, Chris O'Donnell and Charlie yeah, Sheen? Yeah. But the one redeeming part was his performance as the Cardinal. And I can't for the life of me think about what the Cardinal's name was. He has a name. Just He's not just the Cardinal. Sure. But I remember like really digging his performance in that movie. I think he's... I love Tim Curry. I think he's great. And of course, Clue. And of Rocky course, Horror Clue Picture Show. and freaking Home Alone 2. I think he was the, yeah, Home Alone 2. New Home Alone 2, Cruise Control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Curry is great. Um, that I watched that and then <laughs> I, I fell into another Tom movie. Days of Thunder. I liked, I liked how it shot. Real, um, who did that one? Tony Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Scott did that one. Yeah. I loved how it shot. It's just a lot of ridiculous stuff in there, like the wheelchair race in the hospital <laughs> was ridiculous. It's, it's definitely a product of its time. For sure. You know what I mean? It's definitely a slice of life, like of that era of making movies. Oh, me growing up around Daytona and stuff like that, I could totally understand all that. What's that? You were the you were the bee's knees. Just, I just, my, no, the, it's the just, cat's I'm, pajamas. If you had that mellow yellow matchbox car. No, but I really wanted a Mellow Yellow after I watched Mellow Yellow is an underrated soda. Oh, the actual soda. Yeah. Do they still make it? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But it's all like Surge font. It's like Mellow Yellow, edgy. It's just Speaking Mellow Yellow. Speaking of things that you shouldn't have for your own health, uh, Danny Haas and I, uh, the beloved artist that does the artwork for this show. Yep, love Danny. And uh, produced our product line over at bigcartel.twinvibers.com. There you go. Also, co-host of 70 millimeter. 
Yeah, the very valued co-host of 70 Millimeter. Yes. Him and I were chit-chatting in the uh, top secret Discord, of which Fam and I are members. Uh, the Cabal, we don't call it. Um, <laughs> okay. And we were chatting about Timothy Dalton smoking cigarettes on the set of Living Daylights. Sure. And I might go buy a pack of Lark cigarettes. Can we? No, don't. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> back, baby. I mean... Surgeon General, come at me. I mean... <laughs> No, it's not. Gonna uh, maximum, I take the health risk of drinking a mellow yellow nowadays, but I don't. Think I that's I will just okay. never look as cool as Timothy Dalton smoking a cigarette. I just know at at forty years old, I have to know that that achievement will not happen in my lifetime. No, just you're already cool. You don't need the cigarette to be cool. I guess I googled it. That's the same thing as smoking it, right? Hey, you you know, I mean, effort wise, I typed. You know, in this in in this movie we're about to talk about that, you know, there's a cool guy that was smoking a cigarette next there to There was a, boat. a cool guy, Hero Sonata, more like Jonesy's Hero Sonata <laughs> okay. in this movie. All right, we got to stop uh, yeah, the stick. No, we got to get right no, into No, we're it. going to this. We're going to this movie because there's a lot to High talk about. High cheese factor. Okay. <laughs> this opening. This week's episode is Royal Warriors. Jonesy, can you tell the people about Royal Warriors? Uh, in an incredible step up in story and plotting. Uh, Royal Warriors continues the uh, story of super cop Michelle Yeoh, who changes her name in this movie to Michelle, which was a good change. Uh, her character is no longer Inspector Ng. She is now Michelle, the uh, uh, just madam, I, I suppose. Uh, and once again, she gets in the hijinks through no fault of her own. Just trying to board a plane. Who knows to where? Who cares to where? Uh, she comes across... Uh, the two other protagonists of the movie, Air Marshal Michael Wong and retired badass police officer from Japan, Kenji. And together they foil a mid-air escape from a prisoner transport on a commercial flight. It's a real thing. Never would have happened after 9-11, this sequence, but it happens in spades in this movie. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, one of the members or both of the members of these this gang who gets murdered by getting culmination of this fight yep. yeah, <laughs> by the the haymakers that Michelle is throwing inside an aircraft. And only at the end do they. Uh, all right. Let's just do the plot of the movie. All right. OK. <laughs> We're good. All right. Keep it moving. Jonesy. We'll go it through back it. In. We'll go through it. Rail it back in. So but now they're marked. Kenji, Michael and Madam are all marked for death by the remaining members of this three-man group. And uh, they're out for revenge. Revenge, too. Not just revenge, but revenge. Michael's family, or I'm sorry, Kenji's family gets murdered in front of his eyes. Uh-huh. He goes on a revenge mission that ends up getting Michael killed. The stakes have never been higher in a police assassin slash yes, Madam franchise. And... At the end, Michelle is forced to honor Michael's memory. Kenji's forced to avenge his family. And together, they must eliminate this gang and prove once and for all who the real royal warriors are. Got it. So this, uh, on you know, we just, our last episode was um, Yes, Madam. And, and in that episode, we talked about there's really only like three fight scenes kind of in the entire movie this thing is yep. all fight scenes yeah it's a uh, one hour 32 minutes i can't and even I think breathe six how minutes many are people talking are. it literally yeah. 
So I don't know if we can go through all of them because that would be a, a two-hour episode. This would be longer than the movie. <laughs> Let's go through the big ones. There was okay. an initial quick fight scene with Michelle and and some robber or some guy, some swordsman that were going to kill a cook who got slashed yep. five times. And I don't know how that could do. That's how we're introduced to the gang, sort of. That you know, these men are working for the big three. Yes, this was a great foot chase, I, and I think Michelle might be my favorite foot foot chaser martial artist. Mm-hmm. She's just really good at moving. Like, and I don't mean that in a weird way. Like her movement, the way she controls her body is really nice. Nice to watch. She hustles. Like it, it's really like she's cool. Really going for it. So, uh, I wonder. I don't have to research. You know, was there ever parkour in her training? Because the way she's able to jump over things or up things, like she dr- jumps up like a almost a ninety degree brick wall in like three hops, and that's not a cut. She's able to do that. I mean, this is like in nineteen eighty six, and I, you know. The term parkour probably wasn't even around then. It was probably just yeah. mobility stuff of just getting around. I mean, that's probably fell under the envelope of, or the umbrella rather of wushu. Sure. Then. I mean, we're uh, around this time. Like, there's really no delineation on like a unless it's like a true true martial arts film and an action film because these type of movies they're just martial art. They're just martial arts fighting in the action movie while yeah. gun play is happening. So I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so I. I I do want to point out one of my favorite techniques I've ever seen from Michelle is she perches herself on this statue as like the chase is, is culminating, coming to an end. Is this where she kicks and that dude in the head? No, she jumps off and disarms him between her legs yes. while falling. Uh-huh. And then she catches the arm in her knees, twists it to disarm, and, and then she does kick him in the head. But it's like a falling disarm like who comes up with that? That's not a move that people do. I wa- I like I I wish I was a fall uh, fly on the wall because I'm not sure how much Samo Hung was still involved in this movie. I assume he was. You know, she's already kind of this choreography savant at this point. Like who comes up with these techniques? Like that's a that's a day of move. Like that wasn't coordinated a month ago in stunt training. That's like uh, we had this great angle. What can we do here? Yeah, I don't know if Samo was in this movie. I knew he was listed in the last movie, but I don't know for sure about this movie. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I don't. He was I so don't prominently displayed in the first movie. Yes, and I and I feel bad saying it. I feel like the choreography is a little better in Royal uh, Warriors too. There's just more going on, and and, and uh, with yes, madam, there's not the comedy part, so we don't have to worry. But I mean, yeah. there are some dumb. Michael is a Michael is comedy, but what? not in the way you'd want it to be. Yeah, and not very good comedy. No. You, you know what? It's a question for the listeners. Maybe they noticed this too. Maybe it's a Samo uh, Hung thing. In Yes, Madam, they really follow centerline combat, which is, you know, boxing, kung fu. They, like, punch down the centerline. But I feel like the choreography throughout this movie is all, like, Big round movements, especially punching, like giving the opportunity for someone to block, uh, especially like a hook. There's a mm-hmm. lot of hook punching in this movie. Yep. And I wonder if the difference is Samo's involvement. I don't know. That'd be interesting to hear back what people think. Yeah, that I don't know. But it's definitely a lot more, definitely a lot more fighting in this movie. Yeah, loved it. So let's get to the first big fight, which is the introduction um, on the plane where Michelle's going on a trip somewhere, uh, she then meets Michael, who's really enthused to to 
to tell her to tell her that he's an air marshal. Yeah, I mean, aren't those psych- guys like not supposed to no. tell anybody? <laughs> no, it's like the dude from Con Air. Like you're not supposed to say anything. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to be like blending in. She meets him, and she also meets Kenji, who's with though his her, his wife and child. If I thought Hiro Sonata was handsome when I saw him in 2003 in Last Samurai, I mean Hiro is a vision. No, Hiro Yuki Sonata. His hair. Oh my god. Yeah, this is like, not to say like I've only ever seen him old, but I've never seen him this young. Oh, same. First time I've ever seen him on, on screen. Because always young. you notice like long hair, slick, chill as hell. You God, know. who had better hair in this movie, Michelle or Hero? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell because she has fantastic hair in this movie too. The content you came here for. I mean, this is, yeah. If you want to get into 80s hairstyles, this movie is plentiful. Oh, man. Also on this plane, they're having a, a prisoner transfer, basically, which they should have brought. They should have brought more dudes. Yeah. Two. Three, not enough. No, three, not enough. Literally got held up and got shot in the chair. <laughs> and it's, I laugh at this one part. Then the two, the, the prisoner and then the guy that's breaking him out, they do the, they do the predator handshake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, you guys are idiots. But you catch later, later in the movie, they say, make my day. <laughs> do they? Yeah. Sure, whatever, I'm down. So uh, Michelle, Michael, and, and Kenji are in the back, and they're just like kind of distraught. Michelle basically, basically uses an old lady as a decoy to like take her to the bathroom, which then... As all heroes do. It's amazing. So a guy's holding... A gun and a grenade. A lot of grenades being brought on this plane, which is kind of wild. She nobody had security. No, Zero people no, patting people down. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Check this out. Yeah, so kicks the grenade out of the guy's hand. They then go into basically a one-on-one fight. Michael goes up goes up the steps because on the upper level, that's where the pilot is, as well as like first class is being held. Um, Kenji's also getting in a lot of spin kicks. He's doing great. Yeah, so... I. Can I ask you a question? Sure. You're a human male with body parts. Yeah. Do you think you could spin kick over seats to connect to somebody in an aircraft? So here's the thing about, I don't know if you've ever done like international flights. Like those, they're wide. I have not. Are there really? Oh yeah. There's a lot of room. Okay. There's a lot of room. There's a lot of running around room on that plane. So if he's like not, I mean, there's like. I mean, he catches a head. Look, can I do it? No. Right. <laughs> Can, but could a classically train to do it? Yeah. Absolutely, because he did. Yeah. Um, yes, because whenever you're on like the the 13-hour flights across you know the Pacific Ocean or anything like that, you're there's a lot of room to move around. It's a it's yeah. it's like a it's a damn apartment. Um, so I can't imagine. I've never I've only ever been on U.S. domestic flights, and then I took a small prop plane to St. Lucia. So I can't. I mean. If I was international, I, I'd never, I'd never been to Europe. Oh, you or Asia? You, just opening up your window and seeing just water is terrifying. I mean, I'm terrified, and I'm not in that situation. Yeah, but you know, hey, just knock out like eight movies on the way. That's how I usually do it. <laughs> knowing me, um, so yes, would there be enough room? I mean, it's. I would say it's a little bit wider than what's usually, but I mean, I'm sure it's it's doable. He did it. Man did it. That man yeah. was swinging those legs super high, kicking him in the head. And then Michelle knocks him out with a freaking fire extinguisher, bloodies the man. Yeah, I will say, nod to the sound design of that uh, that gun butt connecting with the uh, the fire extinguisher. I thought it was, qu- oh, that was quite great. an interesting note. That was great. So the initial guy gets 
taken down with like a fire extinguisher to the head. And mind you, it's a lot of back and forth. That's a lot of Michelle basically, you know, trying to environmentally attack this dude. Yeah, with like Madam feels more vulnerable this movie as well. Like sure. not as untouchable as the previous movies. No, she, no, she gets roughed up. Michael is doing all he can to hold the guy upstairs who's now taking hostages. Right. Classic air marshal. Classic. Yeah. So, so good at his job. And then there's one scene where basically one of the bad guys gets a fire extinguisher and he tries to hit Michelle with it and he freaking breaks the dang airplane window. Yeah. Not supposed to do that. No, that's, that's not safe at all. And then he gets his hand stuck, and then he's trying to be all like, save me, Michelle, when, you know, Michelle is being nice and saves him. And then she almost gets <laughs> her freaking head Sorry. thrown off of the freaking airplane. What? I'm going to isolate that save me, Michelle, and make it my ringtone. Basically. No, she, she's trying. Yeah, she almost gets her head. So this is a great reversal move that I really enjoyed. So she's getting choked. He is overhand choking her. She has got her head to the back of the window. She down kicks his feet out and shoots his head through the window. That was amazing. It was sick. Yeah. Also plug the hole. Let's go, baby. I mean, Michelle somehow learning aerodynamics and martial arts at the same time. Yes. So that was a great move. And then <laughs> the, one of the other guys, the guy that got knocked out of the, with the fire extinguisher, grabs a grenade, pulls the pin, gets shot twice. And then he still has time to do a model. Oh, uh, like, so when this fight concludes, because it's about to conclude, uh, I love that the grenade goes off in the plane, does not damage the fuselage, only burns the galley. And the plane lands, no problems. A do you grenade think, do you think off there was an any, airplane. Do you think there was any, like him throwing it in the, the to the drawer with cans, does that like neutralize it any? I, all right, so let me... No, the answer is no. I, just, I know I nothing about it. explosive devices or incendiary devices. Sure. But even I know that that plane should have exploded. Oh, in half? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't... I mean, aren't, aren't airplanes, like, very thin? Like, they're, like, thin aluminum on purpose. They're not, they don't have, like, thick walls. I mean, those air train ones are pretty... It's a... It's a bit... Whenever you travel on national, that plane is, like... The one, pi- the one pilot like that Airbus. listens to Twin Vipers it's is like so losing bad. his mind. So bad. <laughs> well, luckily, every most of the people made it out of this plane okay, minus the bad guys and the two cops that were trying to guard them, who got hella shot up. Which you know that was oh yeah. Wild. Also, probably the people behind those seats probably also got shot. A lot of civilian casualties. There were yeah in this movie. There's a lot of yeah a lot of people taking taking L's. So. Basically, the next part is, so they take out these two people. You know, they don't, you know, bring them into authorities. They're dead. So now the the group of friends that those guys were in want vengeance. Yep. So Big press response on the ground. Yeah, big press response on the ground. So we'll kind of skip. And, and Michael's got like a bum arm and he's like, oh, you should stay here and work with us. Kenji's kind of like, oh, my wife or kid are here, man. I'm done. I don't want to retire. Yeah, Kenji's like, I'm retired. Yeah. Like. I'm gonna go home. Yeah, it's a Danny Glover situation. Like Riggs. Like, yeah, it's a Danny Glover situation. It's like he's that close to being retired. Is Madam Riggs in this? No. <laughs> Not. Okay. So So I'm skipping to the one. Who's fi- Joe Pesci? Because Michael Wong is Joe Pesci Michael, in this movie. Ah, if we're drawing lethal weapon analogy. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, he's the most annoying. Absolutely. So mind you, in this whole thing, Michael has now fallen in love with Michelle and just like, I'll do anything for you, Michelle. Uh, just I like said, stage, Michael, get in line. Like stage five clinger. Like that's, yep. this dude is like all over. Like, just buying her roses randomly. He's like, oh, gee golly, I can't wait to go date you. <laughs> but basically it gets to the point where they have dinner and Kenji's like, no, we're done. We're leaving. And then they decide, the bad guys decide to rig Kenji's car with a car bomb, which he's not in. They're, the wife and the daughter are going to go on ahead, where, and he's going to take another car with Michelle and Michael. He drops his keys, looks under. There's a blinking red box. <laughs> there's a blinking box. You know what a blinking box means, bomb. The, 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 the wife and the, the kid waving as the thing explodes was crazy. <laughs> Well, I'd actually put it together because there's like a seven minute sequence where Kenji plays with his daughter while his wife is cooking. And I'm like, why are they spending so much time? And then as soon as it said time, I was like, oh, they're dead. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, they got to put put that in you. They got to like put the feeling in you. They're about to, they want me to care. And in in very short order, they're going to die. I didn't think it was going to be immediately after that scene. But oh, yeah. oh it, it had to have happened. Oh yeah, if they were building, it was the next sequence. Oh, that yeah, man needed that man needed a vent. That man needed because he was going to be done. That man needed vengeance. Yeah. Kenji's story had ended. Yeah, totally. He yeah. he freaking helped a you know a plane take over, and now he's going to relax with the family. No, car blows up, wife kid gone, and then he just he gets the the guy that set off the uh, explosion is in a truck. And then yeah. Kenji takes a car, and now we're like full on chase mode. Like this, yeah, so cool. This it's so chasing. cool. But the crazy part is Kenji's immediate move in the first shot of him being in a car is to go off a ramp. There's so many <laughs> Dukes ramps. Hazard There's style. so many. Oh yeah, it's like literally Mario Kart like craziness. There's so many ramps in this chase, and then also Michael and Michelle follow up in a car. There's so many ramps in this chase. It is. I literally counted. It's like six cars jump off ramps, like in a uh, normal. <laughs> In a normal thing, which is insane. This chase has one of my favorite tropes, which is like moving damage. Yes. Because there's obviously one or two of each vehicle I would expect. So depending on what shot they're cutting to, the car is damaged in different places. I don't know what that about what that is about that, but I love that in sure. a movie. Oh, yeah. Because it's, a, it's, it's like the stuntmen are working hard. They're doing it for us. And you kind of forgive the fact that the continuity doesn't match up. No. There. How did, how did one... Yeah, there's parts where like they get ahead somehow or they run into like they're gonna play chicken with each other on the same street and how did they even catch up yeah no that it was it's insane but basically and that and that that went on for a while and there was a lot of casualties with other cars going on on that chase too just a lot sure. of other cars already there was like a, a lot of property it was damage. like a, there was like a bus that also did a jump for no like ran over a ramp for no reason it was crazy so it ends. Kenji gets the guy one on one, and you know, chasing him down one on one. And then he gets like fell into a sinkhole, basically. Which so yeah. there must have been a budget for budget like, was um, high. utilitarian um, tools. Yeah, because there's like a sledgehammer, a pickaxe. Uh, they have access to a bulldozer, uh-huh. uh, earth mover. And their big budget moment must have been, you know, if we want to, we can bury this guy in a pit and then like make it happen. So that they're in an excavate an excavation site, I assume, to build a building uh, to dig out the foundation. So there's this awesome uh, close quarters fight in the cab 
of the Earth Mover, uh, first with Hero, and he loses, and he starts to be buried by the bad guy. Yep. But of course, Barely Madam, alive. Madam catches up, and she's wearing this fly sweatsuit with like a, a sweat zip-up trench coat. It's the coolest outfit I've ever seen. Close the clothes budget on this movie. Through the roof. Through the roof. There's no kung fu skirts no and cynthia rothrock like the previous movie this is the big time i feel like we could wear these now i mean i feel like we could wear these now just i mean I, I might be googling michelle Yeoh's sweat outfit after this show sure so she gets there she has a cool close quarters kung fu fight in the cab of the earth mover you know manages to stave off the villain goes to check on kenji of course he's like get after them my family but that guy's too long gone yep and now we're back to the police station where we take probably the last beat of the entire movie. Which which I kind of, yeah, which I kind of like. I feel bad for Kenji to a point because they're just like, oh, because uh, Michael and Michelle were all like, oh, and this is what happened. And then, oh, he left the knife. And oh. also Kenji's, Kenji's family's dead. Okay. I'm very I chill ha- about it. I'm like, yo. I took a couple notes. Family's gone. Before. They make Kenji. This is insane. They're going over the case, right? And yeah. they make Kenji look at a slideshow of the burnout remains of his family. Right. And the, yeah. of, how horrific is that? And Imagine he's just, he's just if they're on like, a, He's not even sitting on a desk. He's sitting on the couch. Yeah. Mr. Jones, if you just sit here, we're going to just God. show you the corpses of your beloved That's, family that was like, just to catch you up on what's been going on. And they were like, and then Kenji legit got pissed off and like wanted action. And then he's, and they're all like, why is he so vengeful? They yeah, killed no the shit. man's family. Oh my god! Excuse my language. You have to edit that out. But no, whatever. Yeah. I I put explicit on this for a reason because I'm on I, these things. I, like, this, I mean, not that these movies should make too much sense. No, but, but that almost took me completely out of the whole movie. I was like, like, are they really? How do you not understand what this? They're man's showing mad. pictures of the airplane fight. My man was the one fighting <laughs> on the airplane. Right. He lived it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. So he storms off, and then we get a cool... Okay, then it starts... Cool Kenji comes. What yeah. I constitute is that... Smoking as, Kenji. No, dude. Leather is, jacket. The man needs... The man's going for vengeance. He needs He needs yep. weapons. So he literally... The next shot is him. Leather jacket. Slick oh, back hair. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette under Kenji, a lamp. Kenji, call me. Under a Evil light. Kenji. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. great. Oh, he's so moody. He's so cool. Rips off a gun runner. He has that cool fight on the barge. You're a, yeah, so basically a quick thing with that was he needed a gun. The guy gave him a gun. Didn't give him bullets. He's like, no, no, no. I need money for the bullets. Uh, Kenji then. It's a loan. You'll get it back. <laughs> Kenji then kicks the crap out of him. And he's like, and then he steals a bullet. Yeah, he's like, it's a loan. You'll get it back. Mind you, he's kicked the crap out of like 18 dudes on this barge. Yeah. They'll be real receptive the next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, there he's not getting that. Yeah, he's not getting that deposit back. That's fine. So that happens. They then go. The next fight is the fight in the uh, club. Yep. And as soon as you see it, by the way, folks, if you're not a Kung Fu movie fan, as soon as you see a nightclub in a Kung Fu movie, shit's about to go down. Oh, yeah. No, they're. Yeah. 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 They don't do it just by accident and rarely for even story purposes like here. It was just, well, we have access to a club. Uh, we're going to use it. And also, we're going to break everything in it. So, oh, loved it. Michael still trying to get with, you know, Michelle. It's like, you know, you know, hey, let's go to this club. Kenji actually calls Michelle and says, hey, I think I know where the guy is. Meet me at this club. So, Michael's like, I'm going to come with you. And if you don't let me come with you, I'm going to tell on you. Michael's just killing me right now. 
So no, Michael, don't worry, he gets killed a little bit. Yeah, Michael gets it. So he's like, oh, we'll treat this as a date. And I'm like, man, the dude's family died. Like, come on. Yeah. So have some respect. Literally. So Kenji ends up in the club. There's a there's a baller ass shot of him like holding the gun, like freaking dirty hairy style. Yeah, well, air. he says he's like, make my day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did say that. Total homage. Oh, it's so good. So they end up running into the first assassin that tried to kill them that blew up the car. So that dude had an Uzi and was going to kill Michelle and Michael. So I know an Uzi carries a lot of bullets, but that was uh, way more bullets than I thought that gun ever carried. Also, it had sparks coming out of the inside and the front of it. And I thought I was going to pass out. I, you know, that dude was shooting forever. Forever. Don't count how many shots that five-shot revolver has either. This is also true. Because I never saw Kenji reload a single time. This is also, he reloaded once. He reloaded. Well, he loaded once. Oh, he lo- yeah. He never reloaded. No, no. He that. reloaded once in this scene. But yes. I Yeah. Not a ton. No. They were like, it's, that's like a 12-shot revolver, which I, they, yeah. they don't make that. So, yes. Uzi attacks are going on in this place. Kenji's up at the top trying to shoot the guy with the Uzi. And then it's hand-to-hand, co- uh, I think Michael gets hit, because he Michael always gets hit. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle and Kenji try to freaking take this guy down with a lot of double-team moves. And Michelle gets hurt. Also, Kenji gets beat up, too. Michelle gets stabbed in the freaking shoulder with a bottle. Yeah. I That was a great, that sequence on the bar top, yes. I thought was really good. Oh, my again, gosh. Again, a sequence that I think might have been day of. No, the, all that stuff was breaking. I mean, you they think? were. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It was probably all sugar glass. No, was, yeah, if anything's got to break, it's probably chore, uh, choreographed. I mean, it, it got to the point where like that guy was. I think Michelle got beat up in this movie way more than she did in the last movie. She was literally getting like yeah. grabbed by the head, slammed on the bar, and then thrown over, grabbed and like chucked over the bar, hit hit the freaking aquarium, fell down. Yeah, it's weird that you say that because I'm kind of putting two two together as we're talking about the movie. You notice at the end they were using stunt doubles in a couple wide shots, which With I the thought explosions. Was, yeah, at the end yeah, of the that film, makes, that probably makes sense. So my my only uh, as I'm seeing it, like, did they just get so beat up that at some point where they're like, "Look, we got to use stunt doubles." I mean, we're probably like, it might be. I mean, think of like a rumble in the Bronx, Jackie situation of like, "I broke my leg, I can't do this." Yeah, shot. but Jackie's like stunt double. I am the stunt double. He can't we be are the brute yeah, squad. that's true. I mean, if the man can't walk, maybe it's it's for the explosion or something like that. Maybe it's an insurance issue. I don't uh, know. That's what I mean. Maybe, yeah. but I mean, maybe Michelle did most of them. I don't know if if um if uh, Sonata is that kind of actor in the. I don't want to. I want to do my own stunts. I think he was in a lot of his stuff, but I don't know if he was in everything. Uh, I mean, like there were even in the wide shots, you could tell it was still him when he was doing the martial arts choreography. Yeah, for I don't sure. think he used to stand in for that. Sure. So basically, in this bar. It's going back and forth. Uh, Michelle and, and Kenji are trying to attack this guy. Kenji wants to kill him because that dude killed his yeah, family. He's got a great, and I noticed a lot in this fight in particular, uh, Hero's got really great elbow movement. Like, he's got that rollover skill. Yep. And that's one of my favorite uh, kung fu techniques is, um, in Wing Chun, we call it bong sao, mm-hmm. but it's used in a lot of other arts as well. It's like just using your elbow as both an attack and a block at the same time. Right. Like, 
he definitely broke that guy's fist with the the strength he connects with that left hook that guy throws. Right. And like you see the strength of what you put his elbows down. Like that guy's never writing with a pen ever again. No, for sure. There's one, and this was in the chase scene that I really liked. Sonata did where he grabbed that guy with a rope and he choked him. But what he did was he wrapped the rope around his 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 his, his um bicep and then pulled up. Like yeah. that's a real like deep deep choke. It's not like oh I'm just gonna like strangle you with two bare hands and pull back. No, like he like. He like had a fulcrum on there, which was yeah. He was leveraged like, oh to pull God. up. Yeah. It was such a good. It was such I, a good which pull. Which is strange. Like, why is Hero not making action movies now? He's such a talented martial artist. I mean he he was in Westworld. He was the bad guy. He was in. He was in Infinity War. Yeah, but it like I feel like he's more known, and maybe I'm wrong. He's now currently selling Mazdas. Yeah, like weapons based. Like he does a lot of uh, kenjutsu moves, like kendo, like Japanese swordsmanship. I mean, maybe this but is a deep a... dive of we look into more movies with him. Yeah, I sure. want to because his open hand skills are are not to be trifled with. I mean, I, he's not Bruce, he's not Donnie, but like he can hold his own sure. with Michelle. Michelle, I mean, there were times during the fighting in this. He's movie in the new I'm John like, Wick. He's in the new John Wick movie. Yeah, I think maybe I'll wait to uh, that movie. I really, I'm really looking forward to seeing, especially if he's in it using open handed martial arts. Yeah, it's him and Donnie in a freaking John Wick movie. That movie's Damn, gonna man. kill. Donnie Yen is like he only appears in part three or part four of any franchise. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, but then he like he's he's the new spice. He's like, oh, it's getting it's getting a little slow. Yeah. What do we do? Add Donnie Yen. Shot, Donnie Yen will come do it. He'll come do anything. This is also true. But there Don- are times when I, when I was watching Michelle fight and I'm like, you know, you spend your whole life watching Donnie Ann and Bruce Lee and Jet Lee, but is Michelle Yeoh your favorite martial artist? She's super fun. She's super, you know, because I mean, she was the Jackie equivalent at the time. At least that's what they were trying to yeah. kind of advertise it as of like the person that does oh, their own you know, stunts. I wanted to ask you, because sure. uh, I was thinking about this story of the movie. When she's in Police Story, is she playing Madam? Is that some kind of like I don't know, man. HK this crossover? is like it's one of those where like I have to look at the freaking root tree on this and see where it all links up. Yeah, I know hard there, to track. There hard is a, to but track. But there is an answer, absolutely. Yeah. To I, just, each I honestly, I honestly asked, don't know. There it. is an answer. I honestly yeah. don't know it. And 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 spoilers, we're actually going to be doing December is we're doing Police Story and Super Cop, so. We'll get there. So we'll. Oh we'll re- yeah, baby. We'll revisit it for sure. But going back to this club fight, the the main thing is is that Michelle doesn't want to kill him. Kenji definitely wants to kill him because he killed his family. Uh, and there's one part where <laughs> Kenji kicks a freaking aquarium on him. That's so cool. It's so it good. Was so neat. It yeah. Was so good. <laughs> like he literally just kicks an aquarium over this dude and it shatters on top of him. It was a it was a boss move, man. That was so sick. So. They get there and they're like, oh, we've killed, you know, we did it. We killed the last guy. No more bad guys. Michael then finds out there's one more and it was one of the guys that was actually in the club. <laughs> Which he then Oh, t- Michael does some detective work. I actually thought it was pretty slick. He's yeah, no, he yeah, yeah he's good for something. Unfortunately um, it sets him up to be killed, but God, you know. Yeah. So basically he finds out that one of the assassins in that club I'm sorry, there was one other assassin in that club they didn't get. They thought he was a civilian. So 
Michael's ready to bring this to Michelle, and then that guy finally meets him in the parking garage. <laughs> Michael tries to run away, and the dude's got a gun at point blank range, shoots him in the ankle. Poor yeah. Michael. Yeah, Michael really ends on a bad note. He's bait for Madam. No, yeah, okay, so yeah, so let's yeah. get to that point. Basically, the guy, the assassin, then grabs Michael, holds him on top of a building by the foot on the rope. Michelle then sees this and wants to go rescue him, but it's a trap. Michael knows that it's a trap and that the the assassin's waiting for him right when she comes up to that open the door for on the roof. He then unties his leg and falls to his death. The end. Yeah. And some I guess I guess a hero sacrifice question mark. Yeah, I mean he did basically save he basically saved Michelle because she was gonna get I mean he was gonna die yeah. anyways for I sure. I guess she was gonna go up and try to get him regardless because she's mad the wire worked fall this guy went off the building was amazing he flipped like six times and i'm like i don't think that's how you a person's supposed to fall but i get it i listen i could have watched it six more flips yeah i thought they did a great job it was and so it was great now the most preposterous part of the movie well so madam gets interviewed by the police and said no oh no oh that's my favorite and line read it, of this movie they're like ma'am you know what do you do you have anything to say to the assassins she's like <laughs> there's literal lines of like you're dead and then yeah. like the police chief is like oh she doesn't mean oh, that and she <laughs> she literally turns around back her shoulder she's like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> like, oh my wildest, god so great wildest thing ever to say and, and the police chief conference. is like legit stunned that that's the <laughs> answer like two so, words you're dead the, michelle goes that well kenji sees this as well kenji's kenji gets out of the mind you they consulate. buried michael michael's in a casket yeah, in the ground. big funeral very tragic sure the enemy digs up the casket in, in dramatic fashion because <laughs> right. he's going to use it as a weapon or i don't understand i don't know okay so part. i'll go over the last part so the assassin's still around she he yeah. still wants to kill the other two he then goes and makes a videotape for both people digs up michael's body and then puts him out in a field on a crane the casket is in the air in the crane, and he's going to drop it again. The man is already dead. He's going to yeah. fall to his death twice. No, and like, if if I'm like Michelle Yeoh, right, or I'm being practical, drop it. I'm no. not going to come and die to protect a corpse. Are you kidding me? Sure. But anyway, I get, I get it. It's no, I, yeah. So basically, so Kenji and Michelle both get videos explaining this. So in the crazy baddiest part of this entire movie. Michelle shows up to a secret lab oh. where they've been <laughs> okay. developing the Matamobile. If this is literally Batman Begins freaking yeah, the Morgan Freeman, that's the Tumblr. She literally, it's a mix between like what a Mad Max car would be. There's yeah. no talk it's about the Batmobile. this. There's no talk about this factory in the beginning, any, in any point of this movie. Well, I, she, my jaw dropped. I said, did I miss something? It's nope. a, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, um, yeah, she gets a crazy armored vehicle for this last final battle. And which it's is, so cool. Let's be real. It's sure, neat. it's a Mad Max ass freaking van. It's, it's cool like a warthog from Halo if it had armor on it. It's a yeah. It's a, if if yeah. It, yeah, if it was from the eighties, but it was Halo. Yes. So Kenji gets there to try to stop this f- assassin because he knows Michelle's in danger. He gets like his car flipped and he gets dragged. Like it's bad. Yeah, Kenji gets beat up and he gets bayoneted to the leg almost immediately Immediately, yeah he he yeah he going through it so that means michelle's the only one that's left in her (laughs) okay i have to laugh at this part so her car has like a top hatch 
So she sorry. drives up, she opens the top hatch, and then she's like, Michael, I've come to save you. Michael's dead. Michael's yeah. dead in the car. Again. Who are you screaming at? Drop, <laughs> drop the casket. Jesus. I can give two what S's. We, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. So, no, she's declaring She's declaring that she's here to save the body. Yet s- somehow still more cohesive than the ending of Yes, Madam, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, if only that was explained. Yeah, if, if aspirin came up. <laughs> And uh-huh. was the bad guy. This would be great. Oh my god! So, aspirin just came up and shot that guy in the back, and it ended so again. Good. I would never watch another Michelle Yeoh movie <laughs> as so long as good. I live. Oh, I would love it. So, so Kenji's out. She, you know, Michelle has to go, and Michelle is now in this building fighting this assassin hand to hand. The assassin gets a chainsaw, and then we're on chainsaw hand to hand chainsaw fight. Yeah, chainsaw that can cut through aluminum somehow. I didn't think that was possible. But I mean, it's know. a really sharp chainsaw. Sure. <laughs> How does Texas Chainsaw Massacre Man do it? He's got oh it's got to be strong. Anyway, Chainsaw she, Apologist fam. I don't know how chainsaws work. So, okay. um, Michelle, fingerless gloves, Michelle, because it's amazing. She's basically fighting this dude one on one. She's trying to use pickaxes. She's trying to use. She's trying to put herself pickaxe like budget crates. very high. Yeah, pickaxe budget was high. She's using shovels. She ends up getting the um, the the chainsaw away from the guy. Um. She's then getting roughed up. She gets her head smashed against the post real yeah. hard. And then yeah, she gets wrapped Adam, around. Madam taking some damage in this movie. For sure. And then she, she, you know, whispers out to the spirit of Michael. And she's like, this one I'm is for you. This for you. <laughs> Which I'm like, what was the other stuff for? The other yeah. kicks weren't for Michael? What that was for me. This was is amazing. for you. She, she goes, and it's a lot of like jump cut crazy combinations. She's hitting on this guy. And then she kicks. There's a slow-mo shot. Of her head kicking this man, there's no give. She legitimately yeah. head kicks someone very hard to like dust falls off, flies Bo- off the guy's head. Both the audience and Michelle thought that guy was dead. <laughs> that, guy, that guy got kicked so hard. Oh my gosh. That guy got kicked so hard. So you think he's out. Michelle yep. goes out. Well, no, if you got to add anything, go for it. No, no, no. Please go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Michelle thinks that guy's out. Goes checks on Gun Kenji with the friggin' jacked up leg. The guy ended up getting up and he like starts, mind you, this is like a trap. So there's dynamite set everywhere. Of course. So the ending, like Yes, Madam, with the crazy scene, this scene ends with they want to save Michael's casket. So Mike, so they're at like a mining facility. There's a mining car. They end up getting the casket on the mining car and then jumping on the... (laughs) Them two jumping on the mining car and rolling away from the explosions. It was like the ending of Temple of Doom. Yeah. They're fleeing this explosion instead of water. But it was like, oh, the band's back together. We're escaping together. No, Michael's dead <laughs> still. So, and the, the ending scene, I I don't understand these movies. I, I, I guess they're, it's just they're, me. they're amazing. What do you mean? So they sit there, they look at each other, and they're like, well, I guess we, you with your you know, I'm going to tie oh, this tourniquet that, around your leg. Oh. And then I guess we got to lift this casket, and carry it back to civilization. Well they, well, they had the ending montages of all the things they've yeah. been through in these situations. And Michelle's montage was Michael falling off the building. Yeah. What is this? I mean, it's baffling. Oh, it's baffling. How, how 99.8% of the movie can be such an improvement over yes madam and the ending is still just as I mean, bizarre again no i i love this ending they were they came in together and they're leaving together technically because again michael's dead yeah what, what if there was a movie just where kenji and madam you know there's an attraction there 
but you know, maybe one day after I'm done grieving for my family, I mean, is this we make like it a, happen? Is this like um spoilers for the first Avengers movie? It's been over twelve years. Is this like an Agent Coulson getting killed by Loki moment, and then we're like, they need something to avenge? Is this that? I I mean, am I stretching? Am I, I feel trying to no, I don't feel that to stretch and think. I think Kevin Feige no. sat and watched every Michelle Yeoh movie, okay, and now sure. we have the MCU. That's fine. That's that's fine. Give it up, Kevin. We figured out the code. <laughs> Kevin, we know where. Kevin, we know where the tapes are. Put down the Italian hoagie lunch. <laughs> and take off that blazer. Jesus. Hand it over. No, but I mean, like, I think it was. I think Michael was literally the catalyst or something in fight for because that dude sucked the entire. That dude. That dude was. Dead weight yeah. the entire and he the did, one time he, he did not get into any martial, for it. No martial arts was happening with Michael in it. None. Michael had a gun in the beginning and then he had to drop it because there was a hostage. And that's it. And then he kept on getting that man was in a sling like 85% of this movie. And then he was dead. <laughs> when when she yells at that casket, Michael, I'm coming. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, did I get this guy's name wrong the entire movie? I'm like, was his name different? She's yelling at somebody else? Because no, she she's not yelling at a casket. She's right? yelling at the casket. Yo, I saw that. I was like, yo, he dead. He don't hear you. Uh, what it's a, a crazy it's the, it's the, ending. It's the battle cry. She was trying to battle cry it out. She's coming there with force. That's how she psychs herself up. Exactly. So that was, and that was Royal Warriors. Jonesy, what's your score? It's a four-star Hell movie yeah, for all me. all day, four-star, baby. Oh, my God. It was so good. This movie is so good. This oh, movie, my God. Hero Sonata, now in the top 10 of my favorite movie martial artists. He's in there now. I'm not sure who I ejected from that list, but he's there. Uh, Michelle, Michelle is, she's, I I said last episode, top three, she might be number one in my heart. God, this movie was so fun. This movie is, this movie is fun and ridiculous. I might rewatch tomorrow. Never dies tonight. Just to get a oh, Michelle yeah. fix before I go to bed. Because I've been on a Bond kick after you did them. And Danny and I have been chatting about Bond movies. Well, specifically the cars. Sure. I'm, I might be watching. And I was a big fan of that BMW 750L that he drives in that movie too. That sedan. I think that's the one where they go to Vietnam. And there's the helicopter in the Yeah, I like yep. that one. Actually, I like that one. That movie was I think good. the stars are aligning. For me to watch that movie, sure, do it. I revisited it last year when I did my Bond rewatch, and I I, I remember enjoying it. But yeah, four star movie for me. There's no way this movie is like has an has all fights Hands down. The story is semi coherent, and she yells a at a twin, she yells a at a twin viper twin rating. How often does it happen? I don't, Pretty often, but it feels right actually, this time. Yeah, it's actually fairly often, but no, I. God, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, man. I mean, it's not I, a per, it's not a perfect movie for sure, but like. I, Holy I, te- crap, man. I I message fam quite a lot and specifically on like movie watching days. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I never save it for the show. I always have to throw a comment. And I, and I, I was like, how is it possible? This movie is so much better than the previous movie. Yes. Oh my God. It's so good. I mean, it's only a year after. Cause I think, yeah, this is 86 and the other one was 85, but no, this is just honestly, I think the thing is, is that there's no comedy in it. And not to say there isn't no yeah. comedy in it, but it was like, like we were saying in the last recording, like Michelle and Cynthia were like half of that movie, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that, at the maximum. When there were fight scenes, the fight scenes were insane and they were awesome, but there was only three of them. This thing is like, this thing goes. This thing is like, there's a fight scene. Like you turn like, freaking turn your head. You cough every, there's a fight scene. Like it's, it's, it's awesome. But um, I loved it. 
It's great. I know. I'm gonna have to. Too. I'm gonna have to pick up probably the Eureka. Um, Eureka just did a re-release of it in 2K restoration. So. I'll oh, I think up. I need it too because I'm great... definitely gonna come back to this movie because so there are some like moves that uh, Hero and Michelle does in that uh, club fight that just blew my socks off. Yeah, she really goes for it. The, uh, yeah, yeah. When you were saying before that she did it in the first fight where she did a takedown with her legs that disarmed somebody, she actually does a head scissor takedown. To the guy, um, to the assassin in the uh, in the club, and I think he like hits his head on the wall, like some harsh. Yeah, there are definitely more of those blink and you'll miss it. We really heard a stunk eye movements, right? In, in this movie, so I, I'm definitely going to return and do another watch. I mean, Royal Warriors might might go on the list of movies I recommend. It's for a Hong Kong action movie, man. I think this is all you want. It hits everything. It, it hits, hits all everything. the sweet spots. No, for sure. Car chase, check. Weapons, check. Yep. It's yeah, a it's great a, choreography. Yep. It's insane. So four stars for the four stars for Warriors. At, highly recommend. Insanely and I'm going to make recommend. a prediction about our next film. Sure. Exit Wounds. Yeah. I think that's going to be a four banger for us too, Here's buddy. Here's the thing. We've been... Uh, well, sh- this is your The One. No, this is not my my the one is like this Romeo is, the one. is like Romeo must die. No, like, you're right. It is Romeo must die. We've which we'll end up watching that eventually. Down. No, this again. This falls into like those like 2000 kind of movies. Yeah. Um, X is gonna give it to you. X is gonna no DMX. Steven, we've we've been asked to do a Steven Seagal movie. I've heard we've we've seen the letters. So this yeah. is probably the only one we'll really do. But until imagine possibly, having to watch Steven Seagal to qualify a martial arts podcast. I mean, imagine. Yeah, it's this is no. Do you know why we're doing also Steven Seagal DMX? Love me some DMX. Okay. There's a, there's a there's a guy, three names. No one if you heard of him. Michael. Oh. Jai. My, Michael. The the old Michael Jai White. He's man. great. I love Michael White, Jai White, and everything. So he I, is he is in this movie, and it's he's awesome. I wonder how many grams of protein he eats a day to maintain that physique. That dude still looks good, and he's like fifty something. Zero percent body fat. No, he's crazy. He's still doing like Scott Atkins, like martial arts movies to yeah. this day. Scott Atkins too, at his age, also built like a brick ass house. Yeah, also him. Also, he's killing it. So the next movie, Exit Wounds, can't wait. We're, mm. we're, we're you know, I, like I said, never seen it. Super excited. Josie's never seen it. I don't understand how, but I don't know how I missed it either. I was. I mean, I've definitely like. Watched Out for Justice, Above the Law, The Glimmer Man. I've seen all those. I mean, this falls into in like this 2001. So this is like college. Oh, maybe no, I moved, no moved on to more choreographed martial arts at that point. Sure. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's, I remember and kind of enjoying it. So we'll see how it goes. But yes, Eggs Wounds is the next movie for the Twin Vipers. So twinviperspod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, Twin Vipers Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you guys want to do a follow uh, and also rate and review uh, helps us out for the algorithm. If anybody else is looking to kind of listen. So we appreciate it. We're going to we do genuinely. We do. No, I, I, again, and I, me and Jonesy look at the numbers every week. I appreciate anybody that listens to us. You know, we're not doing it for, to get insanely famous. We just want to talk about martial arts movies and put it on and put it on a, put on an audio and hopefully you guys enjoy it. I would do this show would not, not even hit record with you sure we basically had time to do so <laughs> we have <laughs> so yeah
Um, but yes, Twin Vipers, we appreciate everybody that listens and, and thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, Snake Nash. Snake Nash. Uh, we're going to end this week's podcast with a martial arts quote of the week, which is the moment we stop analyzing and let go, we start really seeing, feeling as one whole, Bruce Lee. Can't argue with that, man. Nope. He's great. So, Bruce Lee, thanks for the quote of the week. Um, Jones, anything else for the audience before we go? No, love yous. You just know how I feel about you. Yep. Love you guys. Love you. Thanks for listening. We are the Twin Vipers, and we will see you next time. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you.